Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, depending on when you're listening to this. Currently recording in my closet. It is, I would say, minutes to 12. And when I say minutes, I mean like 50 minutes to 12. Um, and yeah, today is Thursday, the 27th, I believe. It's September. Oh my god. Oh no, I forgot my song. Oh, I am so heartbroken. Oh, <laughs> shoot. Sorry, you, you're actually hearing legit heartbreak right now. Um, so for those of you guys who don't know, um, there's this song by Earth, Wind and Fire called September. And usually every year I've been, oh shoot, every year on the, the, the 21st night of September, I, I play the song and I forgot this year. Frig, wake me up when September ends, I tell you, okay? Anyway, um... Oof, let's pretend that I didn't... Oh, God. Why did I just come to that realization now? Let's rewind. Um, actually, not even rewind. I'll just keep going. So, I was gonna say this week has been pretty darn good. Um... And then I realized that I forgot it last week. Out of all, oh God, how? I, it, was, it was a busy week last week, I'm not going to lie. So anyway, there's always next year. Anyway, thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Secret Life of a Shy Producer. Uh, my artist name is Hime. And as you can tell, I'm now a little heartbroken by the fact that I forgot to play September by Earth, Wind & Fire. But I wasn't going to talk about them today. I was actually going to talk about why people hate Nickelback. And um, yeah, why I don't fully hate them. And give some superficial points on why I actually don't really hate Nickelback. By how I understand a lot of people's criticisms about Nickelback. Um, I was going to use a post from like Mental Floss. It's it's literally like mental floss, I guess. It's the, the the title bugged me because the title was, you know, scientific reasons for why everyone hates Nickelback. Uh the first part that I didn't like was scientific reasons because I was like BS. Um the second part that I didn't like is everyone hates Nickelback. Those are that some to assert something like that while they've been one of the most popular and best selling groups out there it's just so stupid not a fan of the wording you can give me why the majority of people hate nickelback you know why like you can tell me literally that people hate nickelback the same way people hate facebook yet they keep using facebook in the same way they keep listening to nickelback you can tell me that and i'll be like okay i get it but don't assert something like everyone hates nickelback when clearly you know it's not true I know it doesn't make for compelling writing if you're not making assertions like that, but hey. Anyway, so there's one disclaimer that I'll put up here, um, and it's the fact, and I wrote it down, uh, I'm a woman, so I understand that for many people out there, maybe men and women alike, but mainly men, I guess, um, I don't want to even assert that it's all men, because I know it's not. Uh, I live in a world, luckily, my environment is made up of a lot of men who are more open musically 
and just open all together. And they don't have issues with their masculinity. So, and I, I, I put this point out there because there was actually a point about, I think it was in this article. I read a lot of articles, but I'm going with the uh, Mental Floss article in, in particular. There was a point where it said, once women like it too much, it becomes artistic failure. So you're seen as a failure once too many women like your stuff. And if it's mainly men who basically circle... Uh, anyway, I'm going to try to be not too explicit. So I guess when it's only men who tend to like one's music and it's a sausage fest, then it's good. Then it's artistic. But the minute a woman or more than, you know, like when too many women like it, then it just becomes dumb because women have too much emotion and not enough brains, I guess. I don't know. I wish I could understand that like point of view, but nah, it's maybe not in me to understand. But anyway, I just put that out there. I'm a woman for men who, you know, who think that women's opinions are dumb. This is not for you, clearly. And I'm telling you, I will get superficial. I'm not afraid to be superficial. I don't pretend to be deep, okay? I am not. Look, I tried swimming deep. I tried going deep. As a kid, I tried jumping into a pool and I nearly killed myself. Since then, I've been shallow. So I am okay with being shallow. I'll survive. So anyway, um, here are a couple of points and I made little like notes, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night about this. So one was about the preteen fans and how it irks people, how it bugs people. And I agree. You know, for starters, I'm not a preteen. I'm a grown ass woman. No, um, also when I was a preteen, I couldn't stand seeing other people like cry over like my chemical romance or like panic at the disco. I couldn't even understand that. So when like the Bieber stuff happened, I was like, oh my God. Like I was like a lot of, a part of me died. A large part of me died then. And I had to like, you know, I had to find ways to survive after that. But all I can think is like, you with little brain, what's going on? Preteen fans, preteen girls, come on, use your brains. Stop um, thinking with your non-brain. Like, I don't know. Anyway, the next part was about that the fact that Nickelback, they don't stand for much. Um, and I guess it, this goes more for rockers. Um, they're too commercial, I guess. Um, they write for the masses. And here's the thing, like as much as I would love to just get upset about the fact that Nickelback writes for the masses and they're not authentic, because that's one of the other points that they're fake and inauthentic. Look, give them credit where credit is due. They were able to make song after song so dang catchy that like they've stuck around for that and they've made millions off of that. I mean... And they did it all while playing actually in actual instruments, which, you know, some people don't do anymore. I don't. Not often. <laughs> so, or not, like, specifically, like, on its own. But, um, you know, let's just say it. Nickelback, they make catchy music. There's no problem with that. I think in rock, maybe, but again, and I used to follow, like, rock. I used to listen to, like, The Edge and stuff um, before The Edge became way more mainstream, I swear. Oh, God. When when The Edge started playing, like, kind of, like, non-rock, in my opinion, 
I was I was over them. Maybe they've changed it, but I don't listen to the radio anymore. So, um, yeah, I, I honestly commend like Nickelback for at least writing, you know, mindless drivel that can get everybody involved and make everybody like them and make it seem like there's meaning behind it, but it's all empty words. That's fine by me because I actually kind of liked it. And I think though, and I, I've I've tried to understand my psychology behind it. I liked Nickelback when I watched them. I liked Nickelback music videos. So a lot of their music videos, I think, influenced the way that I saw them. Okay. And here is one very superficial, horrendous, um, like, point that I actually wrote down. Um, I actually like Nickelback, in particular, Chad Kroger, when he had long hair. I listened to majority of their music when he had long hair. When he cut it, I cut myself off from them completely. I couldn't understand why he cut his hair. The hair looks so good. I have a thing for long hair. I like men with long hair. That includes cornrows, okay? That includes dreads. That includes a large afro. Even though, I mean, you, it's long, right? So, yeah. That's superficial of me, okay? He had nice hair. It looked healthy too, okay? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that's, yeah, even my my closet door's like, get out, get the hell out of here. But, yeah. Um, so I apologize for that one. I like long hair, so that's kind of just a bias altogether. And that's a visual thing. And growing up in, um, going to Catholic school, I'm not Catholic, but going to Catholic school and, you know, he had Jesus hair. That's what I call it. Jesus hair. <laughs> and I'm not going to go into the politics about Jesus or the philosophy or or if Jesus really had long hair. I don't care. But anyway. So the next thing is about inauthenticity and fakeness. Um, I don't think they ever pretended to be hardcore rockers. I don't think they ever really pretended that they were deeper than they really were i think that they unapologetically like do this like they are unapologetic about the fact that they're fake and inauthentic and that you know maybe that pisses people off more <laughs> right that they're not po they're they're posers and they're proud of it and they've made a lot of money you know catering to you know, posers and being posers. So, hey, whatever. Um, let me see. Middle of the road. They don't do anything new with music. Now, he, the thing about the inauthenticity, the fakeness in the middle of the road thing, as well as the next point, which was simple songs no, with simple chords and it has no depth. I don't appreciate those. Um, like and I know I don't, I don't have to, but I actually don't appreciate those critiques because if people listen to most pop music, especially the pop music that is out now and has been out for maybe the last twenty years, give or take twenty years. In fact, I lie. Like, let's say in the last um, fifteen years, most of it is like middle of the road. Nothing. There's very few songs that are doing anything like prolific. Like, there's very little of that. Um, most songs are actually very simple. 
Most songs have no depth, right? So most of the songs that are out, at least on the radio, and I'm only I'm only speaking from like the perspective of, um, I guess, if you're a mainstream person or a person who likes mainstream music who says Nickelback has no depth and you don't like them. I mean, here's my thing. And this is going to be probably contentious, okay? And I'm kind of okay with this because I actually don't hate this artist. Um, in particular, I actually don't hate this artist whatsoever. Um, but it has to be said. Um, let me see. You guys know Demi Lovato. You know how she's right now in rehab. Now, when I heard that she was in rehab or like, you know, I think she's in rehab now. But when I heard that she like went back to doing drugs or whatever, um, of course, I was like, shoot, like, this is really sad. That really sucks, right? Because it's like, it's, 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 you know, it's a terrible thing, especially if you're trying to be sober. But then when I found out that she came out with a song, I think before or after that called Sober, I was like kind of pissed off because not, well, I wasn't pissed off really. Like it doesn't matter to me, but what people don't then understand is that most of the stuff that they're following on the social media, most of it's manufactured for you to buy in and sell, like for them to, for you to buy into it and for these people to sell it. So she went to, you know, um, go and try to get help in rehab for relapsing on her drugs and next thing you know there's a song about her um you know not being sober anymore or something that comes out I think after or on the same day like if you if she like for me like that comes off as fake and inauthentic to me because now you're trying to monopolize on your own shit that's like you're trying to get through with your own music it, it's it's weird it's just manufactured a lot of this stuff is manufactured most of the taylor swift stuff with even the kanye west stuff like that stuff is manufactured right so don't come and talk to me about fake and inauthentic when you don't understand that you're being worked around too under un, under that shit right just in a different way right so you know um Right. Or like all the people like back in the day in hip hop. Right. Um, and I even heard it. I think I was listening to Tim Ferriss, so a comedian. Darn, I forgot her name. Um, she was like, I think, like the African-American girlfriend of Ross's at one point in the show. So and I think she was talking about how back in the day, like there were comedians who had to act, who felt like they had to act like black or act like you know stereotypically black in order to like make money because that's what was popular but that's not who they were that's fake and inauthentic right so you know and the, a lot of artists do that today you know um they talk about there are lots of artists that talk probably about like drugs sex and rock and roll who were never really into that stuff right they just knew that was the gimmick and they went with it so you know i don't know if i don't and again like i said like i don't really i don't really hate nickelback i just never really cared for them that much either like that you know i appreciated them so anyway um in middle of the road how many like okay middle of the road almost every artist i see today can be considered middle of the road then like i'm talking mainstream i can't talk about everything else and everybody else right because but people who are judging Nickelback for this 
I, it, it boggles my mind. At the very least, they're kind of writing like, you know, their own drivel. They're writing their own crap and they're at least playing their own instruments. When I find out that they were merely vanillaing it with their instruments and stuff, then we'll talk, okay? But, you know, it bugs me. Like, it really pisses me off when we're talking about how, you know, they're middle of the road when, like, three people write like the majority of like the top like 100 hits on the billboard and they all write pretty much the exact same music and there was always a trend right so one person i think it was kaigo he had his whole tropical house thing and i forgot the other guy's name because i never really like i tried doing some tropical house stuff and i was like yeah it's not even my thing but because i sucked at it let's be real sorry about that but um you know, like Martin Garrix and Dr. Luke, like they've written like songs for everybody and all those songs have like certain characteristics that make the song catchy and, you know, and then like what? I, I, some people who, who are like, oh my God, I love Ariana Grande. Like they don't know like these people wrote those songs for her, right? And they want to talk about inauthentic for Nickelback? Like, no, like, come on, right? Um. I don't know. Maybe it's slightly different because we're talking like we're talking about Nickelback from like the rock perspective and we know that rockers tended to be on the more raw side and Nickelback is just piggybacking on that rock stuff but making it more palatable for like the masses, which is I guess what most music um and record labels kind of want. Um people might see this with like hip-hop definitely saw it with rock because rock and roll was primarily like it was actually like r&b and then elvis was able to kind of like bring it in for like the masses right the masses who make money so i don't know maybe that's where they're coming from i i you know but let me see simple songs simple chords no depth <sighs> when people are talking about effing each other all the time and there's no depth in the lyrics yeah let's talk right um like let's talk about almost every pop song out there um most of them have no like depth most of them are very like beyond simple right like they're all made to be extra catchy um all have very catchy riffs like too catchy nothing that like and it's only things that deviate a little, but not too much. So then you're not, like, completely turned off by it. Like, ugh. Anyway. Um, let me see. Uh, repetitive song structure. No progression song-wise. Um, yeah. I agree. Like, most of these these like points i agree with but they can go for like a lot of different people right i mean people argue fine justin bieber he's he's progressed i'm like well yeah he's not i don't think he's writing all of his songs so it's not really him progressing it's the record label who wants him to progress to show growth if you look at k-pop for example right they start off with certain songs at the beginning let's talk about boy bands they start off with oh my god i'm so like cute you know they do, they do all the egg stuff right 
And then after a certain point, they say, no, we have to show that they're getting a little bit more mature. So now we have to have them with their shirts off and have abs. They're manly, 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 taman, right? Like that's what they start doing. Oh, we have to show that they have a sensitive side. Like these are ways that you can like artificially show progression. At least Nickelback has been damn consistent and like proved that people like the same shoot over and over. Like, I, I don't know. It, it, it yeah. Like, there, I don't know. I'm just rambling. Trust me. I've been doing this for 20 minutes now. Let me see. Avril Lavigne defended them. That's my reason for why one should hate Nickelback. <laughs> I'm not really a fan of Avril Lavigne. Um, you know, and here's the thing, actually. I'm not a fan of her now. I don't think I was a fan since Girlfriend. I hated Girlfriend. Like, that song and that music video, like, as I aged, I realized that's such a horrendous um, message. I mean, it's it's a mindless message. It's, like, a simple message, but it's a horrendous message about, hey, I don't like your girlfriend. I want to be your girlfriend. Leave your girlfriend for me and let me hope that, like, you won't do the same to me later. Like, what type of crap is that? Like, no. You know, um... Let me see. Nickelback's too commercial. Look, like, they gotta make money, right? So, whatever. Let me see. Yeah. And I think I, I did mention the thing about, like, the more women like um, certain groups, the less, like, artistic merit they seem to have. Um, but again like I, I don't get that <laughs> so so yeah um what I will say about Nickelback and this is more I'll, I'll, try, I'll try to keep this one short now because I've been rambling this is a rambler for sure um I when I was learning how to play guitar I started off by playing, of course, open chords. I knew how to like read notes and stuff because I came from the piano background. So that stuff was easy for me. I didn't really know tab too well, but of course, like you get the hang of it. It's a very smart, like, you know, tool. Love tab. But, um, ooh, my belly is going off now. But, um, what's it called? When I was learning guitar and I was like, you know, following, of course, like, you know, much music, much more music. Of course, I saw a lot of Nickelback. And, you know, the first thing that drew me to Nickelback was Chad Kroger's hair, of course. And the music videos were pretty, like, you know, decent. They told, like, a simple story. And for my simple mind, it worked. Um, and I was like, oh, I want to learn how to play that song. So they had bar chords. I didn't really play bar chords. They kind of, like, introduced me to playing those types of chords. Um and learning how to strum right like they were kind of like my first like kind of pop rock music lessons okay um so for me i saw value in nickelback right um they if it wasn't for the fact that i listened to a lot of their songs i wouldn't have understood that every song was pretty much constructed the same way in pop in fact because i have like an adhd type of like personality where i hate in in many cases like I hate listening to the same simple stuff over and over and over. I'm obsessed with texture and harmony, right? So for me, listening to just a regular B minor, 
you know, then go to G, go to A, go to D. Maybe, like, have a D with, like, a C-sharp bass. Let's go back to B minor. Like, I couldn't do that for much longer. So Nickelback, actually, I got tired of their shit, right? So I moved on, right? That was it. It wasn't like, oh, like, I hate them because all of their stuff sounds the same. No, no, I got to a point where I was like, yeah, it sounds the same. I've learned from them. Let me move on. Oh, look, ACDC? That's awesome. Like, that's where I was going. So I don't really have hate for them because they taught me, like, you know, or they helped. They didn't teach me shoot. But through them, I learned how to play guitar and get better at guitar and help me understand the pop music progression (laughs) that was used and abused for many years. So I I give them, I'm grateful for them for that reason. Um, I think even okay on Reddit when I was like looking up like why people hate Nickelback some people started putting like shouting out Foo Fighters stuff too and I was like ooh no I'm not gonna go there like I kind of I'm I'm not indifferent to Foo Fighters I kind of like them too so you know um but overall this is about Nickelback um I wouldn't say that these are scientific reasons because (laughs) science scientific reasons please for why people hate Nickelback no um I just think that you know they have their merits and any for for the majority of people I'm like I said I'm not even talking about people who consider themselves music snobs or music elitists because knowing where they're coming from um from like their standpoint like I can't judge them on shit they they kind of most of them already have proven that like, they don't like things that are constantly repetitive. Like, you know, they like progression. They like hearing how people evolve over time. Very few people actually like that. So, and most people's tastes are still stuck, um, you know, in their preteen and teenage years and maybe college years. Right? So, yeah. But anyway, um... I just kind of wanted to say that I don't fully hate Nickelback. Um, I don't hate Nickelback, fact. Um, I understand some of the reasons why people don't like them, but I also think that in many cases, these same people who claim to hate Nickelback should perhaps look at their own tastes in music, especially, and I'm not talking again about people who consider themselves music snobs per se. I don't want to be like, I don't want my ass kicked by music snobs and music elitists, please, guys, love me. But I'm talking about like the the people who jump on the bag, bandwagon of hating Nickelback. Like, I'm wondering where they're coming from. Like, if it's the fact that they've actually sat down and fully listen to like Nickelback music and said oh wait this all sounds the same or if they're coming from like the standpoint of oh all these people hate them so I guess I should hate them too if I want to be seen as you know maybe smart or something like I just want to know if where their minds are at because if they understand pop music altogether and if they listen to the pop music out there right now then they would understand that like most of the music all pretty much like sounds the same. They're talking about the exact same stuff. There's pretty much no progression. And if you see any progression, for the most part, know that it's not even that the so-called artist. 
it's the record label behind them saying that it's time for you to show progression in this particular area of your life. Like, if you were a douchebag as a kid, you have to now say, but now I'm grown. Now I'm okay. Like, I don't know. Like, if you look at Kim Kardashian, for instance, she's going around saying, I've matured so much. I've matured so much. To the point that maybe, like, you hear it so much that you actually believe it. Whether it's true or not, I'm not her. I don't care about her. But most of that stuff is manufactured. Just understand, like, Nickelback is probably just hated because they are unapologetic in manufacturing catchy, mindless music for the masses. And the masses keeps taking it and actually liking it because Nickelback has figured out how to make perfect pop rock songs. And when I say perfect, trust me, like, I'm talking perfect for, like, a marketing standpoint, not mu- not not artistically, not musically. Anyway, um, I've been at this for literally half an hour. Um, I only have half, like, 20 minutes to work out. So I am out. Um, I hope you enjoy me rambling for literally half an hour um, as a woman about how, um, about my mindless tastes on Nickelback. No. So here's another thing I'm going to just say before I fully sign out. Um, the whole, I'm a woman thing. No, I'm just doing that to piss off a lot of people. I hope you know that. Um, a lot of men, I'm pretty sure, do like Nickelback. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I just wanted to put that out there because I remember reading it somewhere and I thought, what type of stupidness is this? Like, you know, but I know a lot of people think that way. I guess that's why heavy metal is mainly male-oriented. It was never made for women, and if women start liking it, then men will probably try to find, like, a new genre to get into, because clearly once women understand it, then we've simplified it too much, because women's minds are simple. Like, that's how I take it, um, or if that's how I'm taking it, so, okay, you know. I appreciate the four chords of Nickelback and the occasional, you know, segue into a bridge with slightly different chords, you know. Anyway, um... If you'll excuse me, I'm going to go work out, listen to some simple music, um, and then probably try to produce nice simple loops, and be happy. Later!